0: The following podcast is an Embassy Row production.
1: Welcome to Scissoring Isn't
2: A. Whoa. Whoa. I Whoa. I got you it right. You actually got it right. You didn't say welcome back. <laughs> you did you said well, Liz. job, Liz. Don't
1: let- I that's why I said I wanted to do it. I was ready. Welcome to Scissoring Isn't a Thing. I am Liz Cully, and that lovely, surprised and <laughs> proud voice
2: you hear is Darren Carp. The voice Ooh, I like that. of scissoring with Liz. What if my voice was actually like that? Like, what if my voice was permanently ASMR? But like scary ASMR? Would we have started a podcast?
1: I just talked to somebody who I'm excited. To we can we'll talk about this in the coming months, but I just talked to this woman named Lisa. Mm-hmm. Shout, out to, Shout Lisa, out to Lisa, who owns and operates Henrietta Hudson's, and she, bar girl baby, has an bar A- and girl. She, she has an ASMR voice. She does have an ASMR, but it's, but it's like, soothing. No, it's soothing. It's like soothing New York. Like I've just like lived the life, and I'm like fuck yeah, Lisa. You have That's lived my the life, woman. and I love you.
2: That is my what. Man, I love her so much. Uh, how how have you been, Liz? I have a few kind of, I have one related news item to kind of get to today, but uh, I don't know why I feel like I haven't seen you in a minute. Why does it feel like I haven't seen you in longer than a week, even though I saw you last week? is Could it possibly be that I miss you? I don't know. That's a big stretch, I have this, people. I
1: have, I have a strange effect on people sometimes. You never you know. I mean, wait, was it last week? When was it that I was,
2: like, drunk recording?
1: <laughs> was it last week? Well,
2: I think last week you were, like, hella hungover.
1: No, 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 I wasn't. I had gone to Pilates. I was fine.
2: Oh, oh well, if you went to Pilates, that's...
1: Two weeks ago it was. Two weeks ago yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't
2: know. The, the time
1: is, like, escaping me. But I don't know. I don't know why you miss me. But here I am. I guess I do. I do. I don't.
2: Maybe I was, like, popping in a Lord Jones CBD gummy the other day. And I thought, Liz. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway.
1: Who knows? Well no, I say we get it's my story to the okay. news yes because so yeah. i
2: don't i mean listen we talked last week uh this is kind of a recent development and since our episode we're we're recording this right now on a thursday so this is as of right now on thursday i don't know if anything's going to change or if he will listen to his dms but essentially you know what Debaby um the recent controversy with Debaby, right about his homophobic slurs kind of on stage and he was like if y'all didn't get your dick sucked by you know in the in the parking lot put your lighters up if y'all all aren't by, dying from a deadly disease, meaning AIDS. Put your lighters up. So essentially, like everyone who's not gay or in the LGBT community. But
1: I found I found it more offensive when he was like, "Ladies, if your pussies yeah. don't like, smell, smell like or is it, water, right, right, or something, like put your lighters up." And I'm just like, honestly,
2: shut up. Well, you know what my thought was, and I hate <laughs> to say what? it, but sometimes I do have this thought where some, when someone is so. <sighs> Someone is so egregiously offensive, like that, like not just being funny, like just like egregiously offensive. Part of me thinks that maybe they're a little homosexual themselves.
1: Well, you know what's interesting? And he's like, that it you say that." By it.
2: That I'm not saying he is just saying it's a projection. You you might not know this, but
1: I'll bring you in bring into a little world. bit of rap. Cu- bring, I'll bring, bring you into in. a little rap bring culture. So, do you know who Lil Bootsy is?
2: No, but great name, and I'm naming my next cat that. B o
1: o s i e b a d a z z. That's me.
2: Wipe me down.
1: Anyway, are you back on the podcast? Listening. Okay, you're back on the podcast for the four She's people back. listening She's back. Out there, She's back. <laughs> you're welcome. So Lil Boosie from Louisiana, I believe. He is. <laughs> he will. He will always comment about. Anything gay, like to the point where D- Dwayne Wade was like, "Why are you commenting like in a, about a, my?" In a daughter? bad way, like I'm saying, always okay. negative, but like always is talking about gay or queer folks all the time. To the point where it's like, it's "Like, what's your hey, obsession?" Nobody asked you So perhaps your internalized homophobia Runs so deep That it's like seeping out of every fucking radio Right It's like he totally do, right? doesn't
2: want anyone to see his Like modicum of homosexuality So he's just gonna deflect it onto all the other Actual homosexual people Continue
1: okay, Yes. <laughs> so I think with like First of all, if I'm I'm gonna say it, I might sound like an old millennial. Why would you ever have baby in your name? We have little baby, duh baby, baby baby. Ba- like, I don't know if that's what I personally would name myself as a rapper, da baby. You're saying, but like or anything with the word baby in it.
2: I call like it I get I call Nadine the little baby Nadie, but that's only because it like rhymes like that and. Also, at that works right, like little baby that eighty, works. and also the only reason I call her that is because you know, in SNL, when all the women do like their digital shorts and they have like come out with their like hilarious songs, eighty Bryant is little baby eighty, and so I just like I took oh, it onto yeah. Nadine. That's the only way under which it's good for comedy.
1: I just feel like when they both came out at the same time, I'm like, what? Oh, this seems strange. Anyway, but yes, I think you know now s- some folks are saying like. That it does feel like he perhaps like does have some internalized homophobia or whatever mm. it might be. I I also will say this: he went on and on for so long about so many stupid things. I wonder. You're talking about Debaby now, or, or you're talking about yeah Debaby on the on the stage of he was at Lala right when yeah. he did this. No. I think so. Yeah. Um, like. Uh, was he just like so drunk and high and just I well, don't su- know, it like, just feels, oh no, it was at so stupid. Um,
2: it was at last week's
1: Rolling Loud. Oh, Rolling Loud, yeah, morning. yeah, yeah. It was at Rolling Loud, like, and then he got and then they pulled is him. Is drunk from an excuse That's for that? Because, like, okay, no, it's not an right, excuse. or like, it's not, I excuse.
2: don't know, and maybe it's just because me, like, when I was shit faced drunk, you know, in college. Like, the shit that I would get in trouble saying is, like, admitting I had a crush on someone that I wasn't supposed to have a crush on. You know what I mean? Like, I was dating someone. I'm like, oh, my God, I really like this person. I really want to kiss this person. I wasn't like, yeah, faggot and dyke. Like, you're not. People who get, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you are coming out with the things that you're saying, and it's one thing to say one wrong slur, and I'm still not saying it's okay. But it's like, if he had just sort of said maybe one bad slur and called it a day, this guy, like tripled quadrupled down on his homophobia and just ignorance sure. so i'm like even if he's drunk he's a fucking idiot now drunk and sober and like what inside you would make you so angry to say this but i also think this happens to do a little bit with culture I'd actually be really curious to hear what the bad queers think about this uh because they just have a really interesting conversation and sometimes like Culturally, there can be a a big difference, and I know in rap culture, like, being gay, you know, Lil Nas X is kind of the weird exception to this, but especially in, like, rap and hip hop culture, it's not as cool to be gay as... Maybe in other it's not uh, like. Cool to be or, gay. I, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm like, not wait, saying. I don't think. I'm it's not saying like, with everyone because Lil Nas X, like Lil Nas X, is showing something. And granted, we could say that he's right, top. but it's
1: 2021, Darren. Right. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's ever been. I mean, listen, you have people like Young Ma, more on like the lesbian side. I think in rap music that have it's like been. More ex, like masculine Or stud present, Which we talk about On this episode With our friends From Bad right. Queers um, They just had such good like,
2: Conversation That that's why I'm like I, I We should have asked them this Although we recorded With them last week But we'll have them Back on to discuss this No it was this. before
1: this Yeah yeah We'll have them yeah. back on But I mean I think like when, we've, when we look at like Stud lesbians Like young MA Like there's so many yeah. now That I think that Some Because it's like Masculine presenting Right It's like a young MA gets on a song and is basically like, "I fuck all these girls. I fuck all." It's like the same content that's like still heteronormative and masculine presenting, and that's okay. But if it's like gay men rapping about like topping or, or whatever, it is, a dick or something, it's, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, it's not okay because it's
2: not sexualizing women. Well, do you know what I, I mean? I agree. I, I I do understand what you're saying. So the baby comes out with these horrible comments, right? And Miley Cyrus says this, she just reported on this, she says, quote, as a proud and loyal member of the LGBTQIA community, much of my life has been dedicated to encouraging love, acceptance, and open-mindedness. The internet can fuel a lot of hate and anger and is the nucleus of cancel culture, but I believe it can also be a place filled with education, conversation, communication, and connection. It's easier to cancel someone than to find forgiveness and compassion in ourselves or take the time to change hearts and minds. There's no more room for division if we want to keep seeing progress. Knowledge is power i know st- i know i still have much to learn and in the caption on her instagram post she wrote to th- she tagged a baby and said check your dms would love to talk and see what we can learn from each other and help be part of making a more just and understanding future does that not make you love miley cyrus even just a little bit more though like i understand everyone wants to like uh, it does, hate him, but, but I at I least she's like bringing in a new layer of conversation is what i'm saying it's fine i think that's great
1: Lest we all forget, like, Miley Cyrus has made multiple prog- problematic comments, lots of bi erasure, lots of weird things that she said. I do sort of have a rub against Miley Cyrus, always
2: sort of... She inserts herself in a lot of... She, she inserts loves herself. She loves an insertion.
1: <laughs> I just feel like Miley Cyrus is like, hello, everyone, here I am <laughs> Here I am, i am my like, Miley. To be like... <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> to be like the fucking poster child of all that's She's like a pop Karen.
2: She's just like, I'm going to speak for the LGBTQIA community. Like, always. I know.
1: And I, I don't... Listen, my one interaction with her many years ago, she was super... It was during Wrecking Ball. Like, she couldn't have been lovelier. She was super chill. Whatever. Like, this is not a personal attack. I just feel like Miley's always like... Exactly Loves an insertion She's just being Miley
2: She's just being Miley As (laughs) the kids would say The only reason I sort of dug this A little bit Was because this at least Was a forceful conversation To be had Under this huge platform For people to sort of See that And like I do think it's a lot more helpful, even if we're sort of saying... like, Because I don't think anyone is saying with this, like, oh, it's okay that DaBaby, that Baby said this. But I do think it is a lot more thoughtful to see him, like, coming yeah. to terms of why he thinks that. As opposed to just saying, like, he said this ignorant, stupid thing, and therefore cancel it. Like, I think it would be a lot better for our community if those people had to, like actually explain what the fuck their ignorance is about and where it comes from. Like, I actually think it would help a lot more to change people's hearts and people's minds as I think Miley was alluding to, but probably more to come on that. Curious to see if he writes back to her DM, curious to see if there's any backlash from her writing it. But, but I digress Liz, what's your sort of um, your, your, my,
1: t- I have a little tribute, your today, contribution. And that is to my dear friend, Jason Hawkins, who, told me that he listened to this podcast however I don't believe him um Jason battled with uh stage four lung cancer that he was diagnosed with at 33 years old in March of this year my god he was the funniest person literally in my top like five he would probably say bitch fuck you if he was listening right now but he was like bitch I'm top three I'm like, maybe top 10, whatever. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) humble him, humble him for sure. He um, worked in tech. He was from uh, North Carolina, went to Carnegie Mellon, loved Tiesto. Um, And what I wanted to share and why I'm sharing this on uh, this podcast in particular is Jason came out at 30 years old. On his 30th birthday, he came out, which was only three years ago. And I think, like, something that we talk about so much on this podcast is whenever we, like, interview anyone, right, Darren? And we talk about, like, when was your coming out? Like, no matter what the age was, is I think that um, people kind of always have this sentiment that they started living their life or, like, they started living their authentic life then. And in three years. Oh, did he? He lived it up. He lived it up. And I don't think there is a attractive Mediterranean-esque looking man on this planet that did not meet Jason Hawkins at some point um, (laughs) or fall in love with him. But um, he was just such a great person. And I would just say that like anybody listening, you know, if you're on the fence of coming out or if, I don't know, like go just confide in a friend or like DM Darren and I. Yeah, tell someone maybe. Tell somebody. Because I think that it it really he affected so many people and was so handsome. And like, I just keep saying the word funny because he was so funny. I mean, when we FaceTimed after his diagnosis, like he was making jokes that like every dude he ever fucked was like coming out of the woodwork and like sending him (laughs) flowers. Like he's just the best person. And. Um, somebody I feel lucky to have known so well in such a short amount of time. I accused him of hitting on me the first oh, time that we met oh, because I am a narcissist. Correct. And um, anyway, Jason, I fucking love you. Everybody that's listening out there, life is short. Light a candle for him too, and, and
2: like we're all we're all about that. I'm I'm an, I'm sad I never got to I never met him. No, I
1: don't think you did. You. I was gonna say, like maybe through other friends. No, I don't think you ever met him, but he was definitely around the New York. Well, he was around. Honestly, I mean, in, in three guy. short
2: years, I'm glad, and I don't know him, so this is just me kind of saying this to you. But I'm glad that at least he could live part of his life, sort of out and enjoying uh, all the all the benefits. I think of being gay. I mean, that's that's a that's a good thing. It sounds like he just at 33, which is the age that I am died way too young, but at least had a very full life, especially for those last three years. And so I think to your point, that's a really good lesson for people. It's like, just tell one person that you trust. Just tell Liz, just tell me, tell both of us. I mean, it's really important because the moment you tell one person, you probably will feel better, and then that will just be a domino yeah. effect of feeling better and better and better, and then you can live it up like like Jason did for at least for three years of his life, and just go uh, hog wild with the with the boys and the girls. He right? did. Yeah. He
1: really did. There was no um, European Ibiza, f- Fire Island, fucking vacation that that dude did not take over the last few years. So he lived a he lived a full life. But um, and it, and. In transitioning yeah. to having a full life, we finally had Chris and Shayna from Bad Girls. Like, I love the them. Like,
2: Chris and Shayna, the streets so are hot, much. and you'll understand what we mean when we say the streets are hot when you listen to the episode, but like, great <laughs> conversation. We loved being a part of their podcast. Like, I just, and usually I hate like a four way conversation because it's so easy to talk over each other, but I just remember recording this and literally just like, Laughing so hard and listening, and I could talk to them every single week. I love those girls so much.
1: I really, I really do. We're in a group chat, which just like warms my yes, soul. Yes, that's right. Um, but everyone, if you don't mind, we say it a couple of times on the podcast. Go like and subscribe, Please rate and review. There, yes. ap- like rate. Re- is that what you, you say? Saying, rate you're rate review, subscribe.
2: Oh okay. yeah, do all of the. You, get things you, you for handled us. the intro, but you couldn't handle the outro. So let me let me at least okay. before we introduce Bad Go Queers. Yes, it. please rate, review, subscribe. That really helps a lot of podcasts out there. Like people look at the reviews and certainly the ratings just to get us in those top slots. We encourage you to do this for Siat podcasts, but we're also encouraging you to do this for Bad Queers as well. Helping other people for sure. So please, if you haven't already, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. And without further ado, here are Bad Queers
1: summer is here and we are ready to party we wanted to tell you about our favorite summer beverage Bev it's crisp dry refreshing wine in a can and all five of the flavors are zero sugar only have three carbs and a hundred calories per serving They have rosé, Sauve Blanc, Pinot Gris, Pinot Noir, and a sparkling white wine. My personal favorite is the sparkling white wine because it comes in a glitter can, which I feel is really chic. But honestly, I love them all. We love Bev as a perfect addition to any summer activity. Brunch, a day in the park, barbecuing, hanging out on the beach, seeing your friends you haven't seen in a year. (laughs) So for all of our beautiful Scissoring Isn't a Thing listeners, we've worked out a little deal because you know how we do over here. You guys are going to receive 20% off your first purchase plus free shipping on all orders. We definitely recommend that you try the best-selling Ladies Night Variety Pack for all of their refreshing varietals. Go to Bev.com slash scissoring or use the code scissoring at checkout. That's D R I N K B E V dot com slash scissoring. Welcome back to Scissoring Isn't a Thing. I'm incredibly excited about today because we've got two people on the podcast that I have been. Instagram stocking for about yeah. one full year. You are like true. our number one fan. Yeah, true. Not going to lie. True. I have been very <laughs> so invested for a long time. We She's both fully invested, fully. Full, so I've I. really fully. been there for it. Okay. I guess I am the number one fan. That is very exciting. I would like some merch. Yeah. <laughs> we have Chris and Shayna from Bad Queers Podcast, which is incredible. I'm going to give yes. you... The blurb that y'all gave me, for those of you guys that are not subscribing, liking, swiping up, whatever we're all supposed to do, you have to do it immediately before this is over. Pause the recording and go subscribe to their show. Bad Queers is a podcast for people who feel like they came out of the closet and got placed in a box. It's time to put the U-Haul theory to bed and connect over being bad queers. And you know what? Here we are, because you know who actually are the worst queers? That have ever existed. That would be Darren. Us. And myself. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Well, Well, actually, somebody did this with us recently, and I thought it was a really good idea. Will each of you guys tell us how you would like to be identified and tell us your name so that the audience like knows who's voices. Who. Yeah,
3: I'll go first. My name is Chris Chesson. Uh, I go by she, her pronouns. And uh, yeah, happy to be on here. We have been internet friends for like a year. So mm. this is, we
0: finally made it guys. We made here it. We, are. we made it. I'm Shayna Summers. I'm the other half of Bad Queer's podcast and I use she, her pronouns. Amazing! I love this.
2: I love this. See, <laughs> love people it. people can easily tell the difference between me and Liz because Liz has a lovely lady voice, and I sound like a little bit of Jodie Foster mixed with a cold. <laughs> so they always can tell the difference so between funny. us, and that's it's. But you guys, you both have lovely voices. That's you an too. Incredibly you. specific
0: try. description for your yeah. voice, I'm, and then in, I'm like, after you said it, I was like, I feel it. I yeah.
3: It a, yeah, like, yeah
2: it, it was, was an like an that is spot brand. On. like thank wow. you, yeah i'm self-aware guys i'm self-aware
3: and i actually just came into my voice we have a whole thing that we want to talk about a stud voice one of our upcoming episodes where it's like i was trying to find which octave i want to stay in mm, yes as a stud. so like this is now the voice that i'm comfortable with but it took a little Will while you
1: describe would you call yourself a stud yes stud uh, okay yes. diet stud diet stud um, is chris's Jane identity Fox yes stud cursive is the word yes diet stud yeah We're stud. will you explain stem. for our likely straight and white listeners mm-hmm. what a stud is because uh, oh, you yeah. might know yeah. but i want to make sure
3: everybody knows <laughs> so will you tell us so it's a masculine of center uh black or brown lesbian um so style is exhibited uh by probably more of a traditionally male dress or um I guess that's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's literally the black equivalent of butch and all that. Like, right. we don't, I don't know any like black older lesbians that call themselves butch. So it's like more stud is our our word. I have no idea of the origins. It just kind of stuck. Um, and when I learned what stud was, I was like, cool. I'm probably a little lighter with that. Where it's like diety, you know, with it. So stud curves cursive. But yeah, that's uh. Hopefully, that's a good explanation. Probably Very, it's, it's a okay. solid no, on the internet.
2: <laughs> it's a fabulous explanation and for me it's like you know i'm not a lipstick lesbian because i'm certainly more tomboy in my like yeah. of my general appearance so i so- call myself a chapstick lesbian so i guess it's yeah. like diet what the equivalent of that yeah. uh, a little bit it's like a little bit less than the full stereotype of what it would be i guess exactly I would say. exactly okay cool and shana for you do you have any like descriptors like would you just be like a like, bratty would, bottom wow that
0: is (laughs) i have come up in the world thank you very much ma'am um when i go through descriptors i think I'm just like a switch in life, which is great. Now I've moved up, I've moved up. And so it's like, I go with STEM more so where it's like a mix because I do almost like the chapstick lesbian. Like I kind of drift in between like a more masculine presenting, but I can also do it up and put the face on and give you curves. I can give you hips. Like I'm here for it, but I can also go and give you blazer and give you Mm -hmm. ripped jeans with some sneakers type of vibe as well. And like beat the face up or keep it casual in the mix. And then, yeah, even though Chris, yes. I used to 100% be a bratty bottom, but I have moved up in the world and I have now moved into a wonderful
2: switch life and it's great. It's a balance. So I'm I'm just like switching everything. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations on your promotion. I'm really excited for you. Hopefully this comes with a lot of perks. (laughs) Yeah. Feels right here. The benefits are a plenty. Yes. I like that.
1: My wife told me I was a bratty power bottom. Oh, the whole other
0: level. We need to bring her on because that's a lot of follow up questions that yeah, I have. She's not coming. <laughs> she's, so,
1: she's somewhere in the house. She's hiding. somewhere. She just talks she, shit and then just keeps walking just, in the hall. And then, you know, ne- it's like a, a ghost. She's like a, a phantom. She's around <laughs> just talking shit. I wish that was how ghosts ran was like they just come in your house and like talk shit about you and then keep it like, moving. <laughs> <laughs> they never that. It's called get married.
0: No. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Wait,
1: that's so it the is.
3: same way she should be like you're recording your little podcast today i was like it, what what day is it not going to be my little podcast like when are you going to yeah. take the little out of it before
0: yeah. oh yeah it becomes yeah. not your little friend that's right. Right. exactly that's your, little mm. <laughs> <That's> your little <laughs> show
2: <laughs> so uh when did each of you come out like do you guys have a specific moment that you'd say would be your coming out if you would describe it as coming out some people say letting in uh, Shane go first.
0: Yeah. I had my coming out after college. I went to college in Virginia. I moved to Illinois and it was probably a few months after I moved to Illinois. And it was one of those like epiphany type things. Like I vividly remember sitting on my little futon and on my laptop. I don't even know what I was doing, but I stopped. It was almost like a spirit just came over me. I closed my laptop ghost. and it was just like, it's the ghost. I'm queer. It is. I am. That's it. And it just like sat in it. I had had like, obviously, previously things happened before that I avoided in this situation, had like a really cute summer fling in college mm-hmm. and then went back to date this guy who was like wonderful and nice and great. And I should have dated him, but I was just like, something says I can't date you. Mm-hmm. And continuing off of that, then I think once I had the freedom to just be in my own space, in my own area, in a neighborhood that nobody knew me. So I was like, I could totally come into this as being my out self. And it came to that conclusion. And then over the next like six to eight months was when I think I more aggressively like told people. And I think it wasn't until like that summer that I then started telling my family. And that was when it felt really real. So that was 2013, I think. And that was fun. My mom did not take it very well. At all. And so that stopped me from telling my dad for about two years later until the very last moment that I could on a trip when I lived in Australia. And my dad walked me to the bus stop and they were going to leave the next day. And so I'm sitting there. I missed six buses so that I could tell him that. I was gay and he could be like, isn't that, isn't that your bus? And I was like, no, 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 there's a more direct one. That's <laughs> going to take me back to where I have to go. I'm just going to wait for that one. It cuts off like 30 minutes. He was like, oh, okay. Like not knowing any better. <laughs> and then I brought it up to him two years later, but everybody else in my family took it great. I think my mom took it the hardest. She's come back around now, but you know, we still don't really like a hundred percent talk about it, but now that she sees me working and doing these things and it's clearly not going away, uh, she's starting to slowly ask more questions and be cool about it. So that was, that
2: was me. 2013. Do, do you attribute that? Where did you grow up? If you don't mind me asking Northern Virginia. Do you think that your mother is just a product of maybe Northern Virginia? Is it a religious thing? Is it just not knowing, or is it just maybe, uh, sometimes parents have expectations for their kids and then kids shatter them inevitably. And they kind of have to mourn that idea of it. I mean, do you equate that with anything particular? I definitely think it was a mix of religion as well as
0: the, I had hopes for you my, when I came out, my mom made a statement that was like, I had an inkling, but I hoped that it wasn't true. Mm. And that was the thing that kind of stuck with me the most. And then shortly after that, she randomly just said, like, I feel like you should go and like get baptized. And I was like, why, for what reason? Like, when was the last time that I've gone to church or done any of these things? And I flipped it and said, well, have you talked to my brother about Going and getting baptized. This is the first time mm-hmm. you are having this conversation. Follow up and thank you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. I gotta check some receipts here. I like that. And
1: yes. uh, I like Chris's color commentary. Yeah, no, she's good. Good oh, really I like that comment. <laughs> like, I like, comment. like that. Yeah. Appreciate your support. What did she say? Thanks,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so once we kind of went back and forth with that, and she said those things. She said, "No, I haven't had that conversation with your brother." I was like, "Cool." So talk to him first, and then you can come back and talk to me about that. But that shut yeah. down. The entire conversation. Mm. And Are I you think older for another, or
1: younger than you? I'm brother. younger. I'm six you're years younger. You're the youngest? Yeah. Yep, it's just She's, us two. You don't care. You're just, <laughs> just like, go. to Let me know how it's that like a conversation goes, Mom. Get back to me <laughs> later. Six years, there's six years in between you two. Mm-hmm. So you guys, like, Damn. really aren't you? You really didn't even grow up together, really, like school wise.
0: Um, yeah, no, I was, I, I followed in his shadow. Yeah. Because he was a mm. big, like, popular sports. Uh, basketball was huge in our town. And he was one of the star basketball players, and so everybody expected me to play basketball. And so, out of spite, I did not.
1: However, had you played basketball, that kind of feels a little. It's good-er. like that's your coming yeah, out story. That would have right? been yeah. it. I've been
2: playing we basketball for ten years right. now. Really I
0: played obvious, soccer. Yeah. I played soccer during the years, which is equally gay. Soccer is pretty gay too. Soccer so. is, but I yeah, was yeah, in like gay. the prime of all of the like cute cis white girls that wore the high ponytails and yeah. most of my teammates actually were not queer which i was like, like Darren, i think it was the virginia thing
2: me yeah. okay I, I was one of those semi-cute <laughs> white chicks playing uh-huh. soccer with a high mm-hmm. ponytail so there you mm. go that was where go. all the very good looking lesbians were though i gotta say in the soccer field had yeah. a lot to pick from i just gotta yeah. say i mean yeah. you're not wrong
3: hard to concentrate
2: hard, yes hard to focus <laughs> and definitely more to come on that what about you chris can you give us your coming out story of any
3: yeah so, so i Definitely knew I was gay. Uh, probably as early as five, I knew it was different. My first day of kindergarten, a girl kissed me as I was waiting for the bus to come, and I remember I telling my mom. <laughs> girl, it was, Darren. Just, like, <laughs> was, was it Darren. Was it me? Was it me? <laughs> it might have been. It was so <laughs> random, and like. I was like incredibly shy. So like I was minding my business and she just came up and did that. And in hindsight, I was looking at photos and there's a photo of my uh, Instagram. And I was like, oh, I did look like a little boy. So, I don't know. <laughs> you know, whatever. But I remember telling my mom and her being like, oh yeah, be careful. Don't like, be careful. Don't let girls kiss you. And like it being kind of just set from there and then reinforced by going to church and everything. Like, okay, it's not good. <laughs> Streets are hot. Yeah. So. Uh, at an earlier age, I definitely <laughs> made the decision to be just in the closet. And I watched a lot of TV and movies. So I saw that, you know, uh, queer kids would get kicked out and everything. I knew I right. wouldn't survive on the streets. I'd be horrible. So I you always made a decision or had planned to like go to college and then come out. So that's what I did. So I grew up in Virginia as well. But Southern Virginia, that's why we make the distinction because it's yeah. two different places. It's very sure. specific. It should different. have been
2: two different states, but they really yeah. should have. Is one considered the North and one's considered the South? Like it's like two different cultural like yes. touchstones yes. there. Chana yeah. okay. is
3: yes. like, okay. like a, a DC suburb. So they're, they might right. as well just be DC. And, you. you know, you he, hear the DMV that is the mm-hmm. V uh, in DMV. Whereas I'm from like the Virginia Beach area and like North Carolina, like state line. And grew, gotcha. grew up in a military town. So pretty diverse, but also just like it's Southern. So I came out spring semester of my freshman year in college. So like I went to college being like, Hey, I'm be out like I, I'm out. I'm gonna introduce myself as being a queer person and everything. And that was, you know, cool. And it went fine. I actually told my mom Easter weekend actually is when I drafted the email. I had told my sisters before and they didn't care. And they were like, When are you gonna tell mom? And all that. I was like,
0: Hold I, no, don't I just know. want to rewind and focus on the fact that it was a drafted email.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a email
0: because I was like, <laughs> the part that I just want to make sure we point that out. <laughs> with it.
2: The streets were hot, she said. The, the streets, streets were, hot.
3: were hot. They were hot. The streets hot, were hot. Feel? It was just yeah. too hot, too hot. Um, so they convinced me to send my mom an email at work. They were like, she can't get mad at work. And I was like, you're right. Worst decision. Are these ever. older <laughs> or younger siblings? Yeah, older. I know I older.
0: Can... <laughs> older. I'm the you youngest. see, there's a whole trend with our older siblings here. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking because
1: up. we're all on this call the youngest. I'm the youngest of oh, four. Nice. But like, yes. my brothers and sisters are so dumb. So I never yeah. listened to a goddamn thing they said. And you guys, the, I don't know about these sisters. And Okay, sorry. Yeah, they set me up. Going. No, they did. They, they it, said you know, it was like, a full was setup. Terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible idea. My mom told me later,
3: like, one of her like kind of worst days at work, like she had to fight back tears and everything. And I was like, yeah, that would be pretty bad to get that, I guess, at work. But it started like a a two or three year period of us kind of going back and forth. Like it wasn't any like bad blow up, but she would just randomly start crying in like a Diane Keaton way. (laughs) And Mm. like where she just like, you know, she had expectations and hopes and she would say like, oh, I'm still praying you'd find a good man. I was like, please stop wasting your prayers. Like, please, please stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a, a lot of things you could pray for. I'm like, I'm pretty set in this. Like I I've known in everything. So I just kind of stayed pretty consistent with like, this is, this is it. Like, this is going to be it. And she eventually came around one of our episodes we talked about in the past when we were talking about Ellen and Ellen being a legend is like, Ellen really did help a lot of probably black queer kids like come out to their parents. Cause it was like, they can correlate it with Ellen.
1: Like they like Ellen and they're like,
3: Oh, okay. So you're like Ellen. Ah, oh, got it. You're like so, approachable lesbian. Approachable yeah. lesbian. Yeah. So yeah. it's right. actually
1: very funny that you say that because my wife, we've noticed together that whenever we meet, like I would say middle-aged to older black women, they tell mm-hmm. her every time that she reminds them of Ellen. Oh, yes. And I'm
2: like, <laughs> yeah. I think they're signaling to you that it's yeah. cool. Yeah, like, exactly. Because exactly. she definitely
1: doesn't look like Ellen, but that's interesting to hear you say that. Because I'm like, what? it is always too like, where, like, <laughs> where, where? Like I know. Ellen. Yeah, she, she
2: she just she did make gay. lesbianism like palatable, though. I think yeah. for a, lot a lot of people, for sure. yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but for a lot, sure. you know, that's a lot of things in culture. Like, um, I'm, I'm I smoke a lot of weed, and I just noticed that, like, when vapes started coming out, at least in New York City, and you'd see like the bankers on Wall Street like hitting the vapes at lunch, and people were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. You can keep a job and be really successful, and also smoke weed. And people were like, "Okay, like maybe it's not as bad." So it's like you kind of need that like introduction to things. I think you need gay one hundred one for you really do, as as opposed to going into the four hundred one class. You know
0: what I mean? (laughs) Chris and I kind of had this conversation just yesterday, actually, or the other day, when we recorded our podcast, where we were just like look, there are some things that we can sacrifice and just allow like white people to lead the way so that we can just go ahead and move past it where we were discussing it uh, around the NFL and the NHL and the recent players who had just come out. And it's to, you know, just palatable cisgender white guys. And we're like, you know what? Have it, have it and move forward with it. Because if people can go and see this, just like Ellen had to go and lead the way, just like these banker guys. It's like, cool, if that helps us get better right visibility around like drugs and weed and things and it's like cool get all the people that are in jail that you put in jail for weed and get them out because now all the white guys are doing it so cool move it just move it along so that we no longer have to sit and like fight these battles and we're like that's the only thing that we're going to give yeah especially this is
3: I think also like you you brought it up before um about like you know it being that that is their era. That is their time. Like my mom grew up thinking that anybody queer was bad. Right. Grew up in a religious home. And then also when you're black, like, it's just like, I, I'm sure it, a lot of it is tied to economics where it's just like, mm-hmm. God damn, you want to keep, like, you want to add another oppression. It's like so, all these oppressions at right. you. And it's exactly. like, fuck. you sure? Like, you yeah. Know, so yeah. <laughs> like seeing Ellen is like, okay, so you can be successful and all that. And like, we all grew up with like seeing like, Ellen before the show, like mm-hmm. we knew when right. Ellen was like, you know, her show was canceled and like it, it wasn't all good and everything. And like obviously, by the time she had her shows, it, you know, got better and everything. But like she, yeah, was a pioneer and a trailblazer with that. And I think you know, once people see that it's okay, and sometimes in black homes, it's like when white people do it, it's okay. Like it's like okay, right. yeah. Like even with weed is a, a good example of that because I move, I've been in the Bay Area now for seven years. Started smoking immediately because they didn't, you know, the weed out here
2: is because nice. you're smart. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> so telling my mom and being yes. open about it, she's just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah. like it's another oppression you're adding. And then, like, now seeing how it's being accepted, she's like, you know, asking me questions about it and like, oh, what's strain?" So mm-hmm. it just exactly. takes time. It's almost like, yeah, like white people have to do it sometimes for them, you know,
1: yeah. for us to be okay. We just got that's He's, the win that
0: we have to let them have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can just a few wins. I think that's it. I mean, really, it would be (laughs) it would be fantastic if all these rich white men who were making hundreds of millions of dollars off cannabis could, you know, help the black and brown folks who are get the fuck selling weed
2: and get them out of prison. That would out be a prison because really cool. Are either one of you, given the fact that you both sort of mentioned a little bit of the religion, at least coloring your coming out story, or at least it mm-hmm. coloring your parents, mothers in particular, are you both religious at all now? Or like, do you think about god or religion in any way yeah i
3: you know what i had a period of time especially when it, i did come out um you know in middle school and high school and all that because i i went to a baptist church in the south so there was some like oh wow
0: stray shots where she's mm. like why are we talking like, about they are today? real direct about yeah. it there is yeah. no so they come in in and are like trying to be inspirational and then right. out of nowhere it's just like yeah just but they're gays though and you're just like right. how, how did we they're going straight here? to hell yeah, yeah, yeah like, right whoa? Here
3: it wasn't even on topic. I was like, what right. verse is this?
1: Like, <laughs> it's just like what, yeah. how do so we get here? You're like, like flipping the pages. You're yeah, like, this like, is so weird. I can't find what yeah, you're saying. Yes. Queen thirty two twelve. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're in
2: that <laughs> book. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, for a while. Yeah. But then I got around to also being like, I would never let anybody keep me from God. Like, and also I don't believe God said like all this, like, I don't think he is, He's being misrepresented, basically. Like, I think people are trash. Like, people misrepresent religion all the time. They misrepresented it when we were brought over as slaves. They misrepresented to women. Like, women are just starting to get into the, the pulpit and everything. So, like, I think that there are definitely a lot of upcoming pastors and, and clergy members that are more affirming and everything and get that, like, the book is... 90% love, but yeah, people misrepresent it and I'm not going to let them misrepresent it and keep me from having a relationship with God and gospel music is just fires. Like it's I just can't, so I can't, it's, so it's great. Good. I'm not going to let, yeah, anybody keep me away from it. So I would consider myself religious for sure.
2: I will say gospel music is like the if, if like if anything were to get me into church or to a religious place and i I grew up like culturally jewish but like if mm-hmm. i were to get and there's no way like, good music in jewish culture let me just tell you <laughs> let me just spell that rumor right now in case you guys didn't know <laughs> but gospel music i'm like yes please i could sit and watch a gospel concert for hours Jared, mm-hmm. I'm, i was
1: gonna let you have this but i'm gonna have to just throw no one for music. everyone at this okay i definitely sang Shackles by Mary Mary at my talent line. show in so high school, so shit. everyone can chill. Oh, yeah. yeah. These white kids were like, What the fuck is this? I'm like, This song is this song slaps. Nice. This is, that yeah, is hilarious. Like, I wish there was video of that. That'd be so fucking I hope, funny. Is there a it's home like, video? God. No, yeah. but you know, there is. I actually have a lone CD mm. of, of oh, it. Oh, God. That's all the you need audio. To know. Please. No, but I can actually really sing, so that's why it actually yeah. I'll yeah. Drop, drop it. I'll find it. Well, then I have to like put it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think what computers have CD things in
2: a minute. Just, oh, no. just hold your phone up to it and record it off of that. Oh, okay. We'll take that quality. That should right. be the new bad queers like opener song. Like when your podcast <laughs> comes in, it's got to be Liz singing, singing that song. Shackles. Because Mary what's Mary. a better oh. definition of a bad queer than that? Like they're just that's like that feels I don't think it's like Bad. it would. was right <laughs> it would as long
3: as it's not <laughs> yeah. like the acoustic youtube version like you mm. have to do like the original arrangement like yeah I like, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah oh i, yeah. I, you I like can handle do
1: that
3: you know with this guitar where it's like mm. yeah right. <laughs> you
2: know. exactly no, and, no, and no. what about you shana did you are you much like chris where it's just maybe like this different maybe uh type of religion where you can kind of you know you're you don't want to misrepresent it or are you kind of against the whole thing or whatever
0: I'm a bit further away from it than Chris is like both of us. We did grow up in Baptist churches, Um, even though it's funny because my dad's Catholic. But I feel like he's like subtle Catholic. Like he'll just all of a sudden on a Saturday be like, all right, I'm going to mass. And we like never hear anything else about it for the vibes. Uh, so, so Catholic is a great you know, band name. It was really
2: <laughs>
1: bad. <laughs> right.
2: We're here We're listening <laughs> to subtle Catholic. Like, I, totally feel like... I just want to know what the band uniforms
0: would look like in that.
2: <laughs> yeah, Priests, but, obviously rock and roll. Priests. Right. So yeah, But
0: yeah, no. And so it was, it was one of those things where like the more stuff I went to, especially because I would start to go like I decreased a lot of how often I was going because of soccer. And that was, I think, like a blessing in disguise because all my games ended up being on Sundays and then I didn't have to go and deal with it. But each year we had this mega church that was down the street and it would host huge gospel concerts and things around New Year's. And so I'd go to those because friends or friends of friends would invite me. To come, and I was like, I'm not going to miss out on a gospel concert. Like, this is too good. Not going to miss like, it. Like Liz then, Cully
1: is performing. Is performing. Mary Mary. <laughs> I can't. I can't miss. I got to sit front row. <laughs> like I am. I got
0: to get my advance tickets now. There, <laughs> hands raised, ready to go. And there was a time where I went, and in, in between, they would have comedians and stuff. And there was a mm. whole oh, wow. entire. I know it was a whole mega church for right? yes, yeah, mm. yeah. absolute yeah. mega church. And they had a whole skit around gay people at the time. And it was really funny to see everybody else around us cracking up, throwing their hands, crying, laughing. And it was me and two of my friends who sat there and were just like, this isn't funny though. Mm. And Mm. as more things came up, I started to listen more and hear more of these sermons. And it was just like a period of a few months that this all just went down. And I said, there's no part about this that I am for. And I think I took a complete break from it up until college. And then one of my assistant coaches, he was the pastor of a church and he needed a drummer. I was a drummer, and so he was like, "You should come and play." And so that was the whole thing.
1: I did how they didn't know you were gay. I know. Yeah, I and know. Passing it along, passing church it along. drummer is so gay. That was, so gay. was like so gay. <laughs> so gay, so gay. It was gay.
0: out of the kindness of my heart that I did this. <laughs> and <laughs> even having and to gangers. like sit and listen to him, um it, it was a very like non-denominational church, and I was like, great, like this is the type of stuff I can listen to where it's inspiring and it's pushing towards like being a good human and things like that. And so that brought me back a little bit to say, yes, there are opportunities, but I don't need to really be a part of it. I can kind of worship in my own way and find the moments that I need it, but I haven't really gone back to it in that sense. So I've kind of just left that to the side for now.
1: Got it. And how'd y'all meet? (laughs) work shana oh, you want to tell work. the uh, work. story
0: <laughs> <Good Lord. laughs> one time i want to hear your version of the story because you get always my of story. Your,
3: yeah because it's funny because I, I feel like you were plotting the entire time <laughs> because i was
0: exactly oh, so it was a apply yeah i like it as a new girl just, you know and i just looked to to and was like work. wow this person is about to be a co-host on our podcast that we haven't created done anything with <laughs> um yeah no chris and i worked at the her app together I was overseeing the community. Chris came in to run events, and that meant that we overlapped a ton. But at the same time, I was already pitching to our CEO the idea of a podcast. And I had been doing this for over a year at this point. I came, kept coming back with different ideas and things that we were doing. And so Chris and I quickly developed a really cool relationship. And it was awesome because it was like we, at the time, we were like the only two Black people or people of color like within the office. And so We just vibed really quickly off of that, but there quickly became a time throughout our day where we would just get into random debates and arguments. And mind you, our entire team was like maybe 10 to 12 people. So all of us sat in the same room. So when Chris and I would get in these arguments, it was like everybody's headphones would slowly come off and they would like tune in and then they would like judge whose side they were going to be on. And this became almost like a regular occurrence. And the more that it happened, the more in my head that I was like, this is who I need to do the podcast with. And this is going to be my next pitch. And as we kept asking questions and doing stuff and debating, it would be even at the point where if Chris would try to ignore me because we sat really would good
3: job, girl, I'm in the probationary
1: period,
0: you know, she kept thinking (laughs) that I was going to get her fired because I kept trying to bring out all the stuff and I would literally like message her and then sit there and be like, Chris, Chris, look at my message. Look at my. Chris, answer the question. Why would you answer the question? And my boss sits on the other side of me. So she's watching all of this happen with all of the engagement. I don't even know how Chris ended up like still doing this with me over a year later. <laughs> I came in hot. Yeah. And as we continued, then I threw out the idea to Chris to say like, Hey, I've been positioning for this podcast. I think it'd be an awesome idea for us to just go on shoot the shit, talk about stuff that we already talk about throughout the day what do you think? And Chris like signed on immediately. And then we just had to figure out what we were going to talk about and what it was going to be called. And it kind of went from there. But yeah, we had a lot of crossover once Chris started working between advertising events, planning that we were going to all of the career events in the Bay together. And it was great. Honestly, it was a match made in heaven, Chris. We should have been there. From start. Yeah. It
2: was great. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love the relationship between the two of you. What was the first opinion that you both were like, we're both bad queers.
1: Maybe it might have been Chick Fil A. I feel like it was 100 oh, yeah. Chick Fil A. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's the oh, that you love Chick Fil A? Absolutely, do we love yeah, it. Yeah, we won't stop. Yeah, yeah. I I've like, never I, had it before. Can't Aww. stop, won't stop. Where is it's, it even in the Bay? Because I'm uh, from, I'm from the That's city, kind of out of the way. Yeah,
3: So yeah, it's out I of mean, in a couple of locations and everything. So like, they have it in like Walnut Creek. They have it in Fremont. They have it in Pleasanton and stuff okay, like guys, that. Guys, 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 guys. Yeah.
1: Nobody from the actual city <laughs> yeah, was, going was going to go there. That's Creek. why I was it was yeah. an adventure. If yeah. you had to go there, was an adventure. It's to actually yeah, go and
2: get it. But in Virginia and on the East Coast, oh, it's yeah, everywhere, everywhere, right? Chick fil A a plenty. Is Give me an example of a good queer. Do you Nowadays? know of any? I don't know. Any. <laughs> like I don't have any good queer. He was like, these <laughs> streets are not <laughs> hot right <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the street I'll turn
3: around on. I guess the textbook good queer is just, well, they certainly wouldn't eat at Chick-fil-A. Like there's mm. no way they're eating at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I know. Um, that's yeah. for
0: one. I'm trying to put it in like human form. I don't form. even
3: know if there's any out there that I know of and everything. I just know what I wasn't. Like, I just feel like there was a lot of things that like, they love the L word.
0: <laughs> I don't
3: know. <laughs> okay.
2: Not eating Chick-fil-A, liking the L word. Maybe I went. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> right.
0: I was oh. like, the good queer would be the stereotypical queer. Yeah. That's right. What it is Where it's like, you go off yeah. and you check all of those boxes of like, played softball. Yeah. Yeah, You played, you played the sport, you watched the shows, you have the style, you've gotten the little undershave. Like it's all of the things Mm -hmm. that you would naturally expect, which I feel like is just like a basic lesbian. And that's where I feel like those people are defined as good queers. Yes. which I says that we're moving in the right direction because that used to always just be the stereotype. It was like you had either the more femme or more masculine person. There was no you know fluidity like we have today and right. i think that's was the prime definition especially probably for any of us that that's what we saw as we were growing up. It was like, oh, here's this really feminine person with this really masculine person, but they both happen to be women. And that was who was hooking up. And we still had this like hetero privilege within our mm-hmm. queer identities. And I think that's what people would deem as like the good queer. Like Ellen DeGeneres is absolutely the definition of a good queer because people could take her in and do those things and like understand what it was. Right. And she had that visual, but it wasn't too much because she mm-hmm. was fun and friendly and gave us all cars and stuff. No, that was over. She mm-hmm. gave us everything else though and that's what I think would have been like was the prime definition of good queer would be like an Ellen DeGeneres archetype what about like a RuPaul I feel like he would probably be a good queer too
2: I guess so yeah I feel like in ways that you think Ellen is I would feel like you would think and maybe this is just my naivete I would feel that Ru would fit that definition because I think especially for Liz and I maybe it's because we're white Maybe it's because we're both gay, but people always ask us about Ellen with the recent controversy of her. You know, you can't look at her in the eyes, and she ran this like regime of just this terrible. Some of that workplace. was funny, funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. But it, we uh, have But, all some time. but yeah, yeah. But like
1: the thing of it is with Ellen, and I think Darren, you and I have talked about this when we've been asked for the 500th, 500th time we fun. are ever yeah. guests on anyone's podcast. We're like five four three two and
2: here we go you guys need to
0: start with the people that you go on shows with when you do it together if somebody does it and just be like oh you owe me 50 bucks they did it yeah (laughs) right exactly make them them.
2: feel super bad yeah
1: everyone knew that ellen is and was a jerk like Mm -hmm. it is not a quiet like that everybody in la like we all knew yeah so that's queer people are kind of mean anyway i feel like like yeah, there's because, a little bit
3: of meanness in us anyway. It's like because the deep gotta, stereotype to is be. there for a reason. You've
1: got to be. You have yeah. to be kind of a dick because yeah. everybody else is like between misogyny and fucking homophobia. And, yep. you know, God, if you're a woman, you're even more fucked. And if, if then yep. if you're a person of color, it's even fucking worse because everybody like then you've got good old racism along. Like yep. people have been horrible to queer people. So I think being a little edgy and a little mean is like par for the course, right? It's just sometimes I think if it's a man, if it's like a queenie, mean male celebrity, somehow we've like excused that behavior. But when it came to Ellen, it was like even worse. But anyway, I digress
3: it was that queen of nice thing too. Like she kind of set herself. I don't know. Did she come up with that? Whatever yes. it was with that queen of nice set. It, yes. She set herself up with that. I don't think. Yeah. Never, never yeah, call yourself the queen of nice or anything. Like, well, I think you're going to, no.
2: you're fucking yourself because no one's a hundred percent nice all the time. And if At you're a hundred percent nice all the time, you're boring. Like I yeah. need a little spice in my life, like a, a yeah. little bit. Oh. Like that's what makes it. I don't know. She's spicy. I (laughs) I like a little spice. I like a little flavor. Um, We do have a game to play, but I'm curious for you guys. Maybe you can't, maybe you don't have a specific answer, but obviously our podcast is called Scissoring Isn't a Thing. And we Mm -hmm. sort of named it because people ask us like just ridiculous questions. Like, you know, how do women have sex? Like you scissor. So is there anything, especially as black queer women, that you guys get asked often, maybe, that you just are like, are you fucking asking this? Goddamn question again. Is there anything in your purview that you can think of that you can share that you just hate being asked or or annoyed by?
3: Oh my god, when I first moved out to the Bay, I was at a it was like a queer bar in Hayward. But this white guy, white gay guy Liz came up and I I know, I know, I, know I know Liz not is like I know with I know Liz I'm not even looking at Liz.
0: I am not <laughs> first looking at Liz. Of all, Liz, Liz is, is personally offended <laughs> for you.
3: I'm like nobody leaves the city. Okay, but like
1: nobody hold leaves on. the city. First of all, I have spent more time in Vallejo and Oakland. Like, trust me, I left the city here and there. But a queer bar in Hayward. I I know. I know. I almost want to text my friends that I grew up with and been like, yo, is there a motherfucking
2: queer bar in Hayward?
1: Perf club. Yeah. Well, but see, it's funny because coming out
3: here from the East Coast, (laughs) like it's like black as fuck, obviously, in the East Coast and South. Like I do miss that with being out here where it's like it's gay as hell out here, obviously. So like, I, it was almost like it had to be, the, it was like a trade-off coming out here. So this white guy came up and asked me, um, it was so fucking weird. And I was like excited to be just uh, here and gay and out and just like, ah, he asked me why black people voted against like queer rights. And I was just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like,
2: like, and he recently? was like, you know,
3: or yeah, at that like, time, cause that was 2014. Okay. And I know that was, gotcha. you know, right. When we, marriage equality was about to pass, but he was asking like dead. And I thought he was like kidding. Cause he was a little tippers and everything, but he was like, no, like why does black people have problems with like weird people and all that? And I was just like, this is, ain't this about a bitch? like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like <guy laughs> asking me About like speak for black people, like why oh they God. do the things that they do where it's just like, eh. so that's come up a couple times where it's just like asking like, why are black people so homophobic? And I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, why are white people racist? I don't know. (laughs) Like, like, let's
2: go back and compare notes. I don't know. (laughs) Well, there's homophobia everywhere or everywhere. Like, Like, it's in every, like, I know plenty of white people down south that are fucking homophobic. Exactly. And And in the north. So it's, but interesting. Okay. Yeah. Anything for you, Shana?
0: Yeah. I think along the same trend of Chris, where it's like, let's speak for all of us. uh, But I think people do that Mm. to black people in general, anyways. But I definitely had it where, it was like, why do black queer women continue to date the opposite race? Ooh. And that was a thing where <laughs> Sorry, it was that. like, you'd see, right? Like you'd see a lot of black women dating like white women. And black guys really? dating white guys. <gasps> yeah. Stop, really? And happens? It's like a whole yeah. thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and now, yeah. You're, now you're going to be, not going to be able to unsee it because there's so many of our yeah, like, celebrity so friends many. and stuff that actually yeah. like do like, I mean, Billy Porter. Right. right. Paul. There's just so many relationships that were, mixed relationships and it was always yeah like we could
1: the list could continue first of all raven simone i missed my chance yes Yes. you You did did. miss Uh,
2: you missed it you were gonna shoot your shot you did not you saw in the wild you chased her down she had a really bad vibe i'm
1: gonna tell i never talked about it i'll tell you two the truth i saw her in the bristol farms i followed her around terrible vibe didn't Mm. didn't approach so wait you're okay interesting and they're asking who doesn't want a white woman Mm -hmm. just
2: following them around in a bristol (laughs) farm is it my
1: (laughs) It's like we're gonna circle back
2: we're gonna circle like back to the following crazy ass white ladies fucking following me <laughs> at a bristol Farms. It's like yeah i might be a little offended by that but mm-hmm, I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. and then it was that's also so
0: it also have the trend of like why are black queer like studs more aggressive like why do they continue to oh, lean into yeah, like yeah, the yeah, aggressive yeah. stereotype and so those are probably like the top two things that i always get because they're always like oh, well, you're always trying to be out here and be like a black man. So why don't you step up and do it? And there was so many what? opportunities that that happened. Or I had friends who like, we would just be chilling. And then we'd have these guys come up and be like, why are you trying to be like this? Like, you want to get in a fight with me out on the street? And we're like, we're just here having a
2: drink. Like,
3: and sir, I am getting ice Beyonce. Cream. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Wait, they're saying yeah. that stuns are more aggressive than men or than white butches or than other lesbians. They're trying to be on that level of aggression as like black men. And so then
0: they're always then they want to be able it's like giving them an excuse to be able to look at these women as men so that they could put their hands on them.
1: Yeah, yeah. because men are fucking trash. Uh, well, <laughs> misogyny yes. is oh. rampant. That guy is trash a little I, bit. Well, yeah. You know what? I, I'm sorry. I it's mean, as majority. a blanket statement, look, yes. but well, like, yeah, and the, the, numbers, that the always receipts.
3: really. Yeah. yeah, it's like the data buy. shows. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> <The> <laughs> you whip out the thing and the yeah. Excel spreadsheet. You're like, "Look mm-hmm. my document over here." <laughs> yeah. men are trash. The data is
1: showing. Yeah, the it data. is troubling and it is sad. I've <clears> seen it many times myself, where I feel like Butch or Stud women get targeted by men who like make have feel like they can create this narrative that you're speaking of to like get physical with them, mm-hmm. and it's oh, yeah. so troubling and it's awful and it's yeah we 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 talked to leah delaria and you know who's like, the, like it's who's like who's straight
2: up a butch yeah. like and is like i am the lord of the lesbians like you can't get like if you look up butch in the dictionary you're getting leah delaria you <laughs> yeah, know 100 and she was like she's like i get a lot of men come up to me and they like don't understand how we can get a hot chick and i'm like what do you mean they don't oh, understand yeah, they like, can't happens. process like why that she doesn't do poorly? You know what I mean. As if like every les- <laughs> like it, it's like they can't categorize it. You know. Mm-hmm. she was describing that, and I feel like it's that. It's like they just if they don't understand something, it's wrong.
3: Yeah, not, basically.
2: Maybe I'm wrong for not understanding it or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. That's how I'm kind of quantifying it. but like, I didn't mean to jump drop. Men don't list. feel like it can't
0: happen for them. They're going to project oh, for onto sure. someone else that they don't feel like it should happen. Like oh well, if she can do it, like why can't I do it? And what are you doing that's wrong? But. We see that there are, you know, because of history that we don't allow men to be able to, like, figure out emotions and express right. their feelings appropriately Let and having that discussion. Out. So the way that they come at it is in that aggressive, defensive standpoint. And it's right. Just like toxic masculinity is just rampant yeah. right now. It's like,
3: sir, this isn't about me, is it? <laughs> it's
0: yeah. not. I know it's not.
3: Of course it's not. Of course it's. is. Yeah. I'm like, take a sip of water, sir.
1: Take a yeah, You're like,
2: I'm going to go finger your girlfriend and you think about that. And I'll you come right there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you stay here. <laughs> you're like, and
1: yeah. I'll pause for a quick moment yeah. um, while I, I take care of that. Liz, should
2: we, should we play a little game? Yeah. So what do you think? we, we play mm-hmm.
1: these sort of little games. They're sort of dumb and fun at the same time. And like us. Dumb but, but guys, fun. Dumb but fun. Couldn't have said it better, Darren.
2: <laughs> Thank you. And so I know our brand, Liz. I know our brand. <laughs> dumb but
1: fun. <laughs> my God. Oh God. The amount of time Oh my fun. God. Scissoring is dumb
3: but fun though.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: <dumb>. it is. <laughs> it <is. laughs> it's
3: like dumb but.
1: It is so dumb, but it is fun. Dumb. See. But when you, you get it. it. But when you Ooh. get it. When you, my word, it. Mm, it's it like hard. unlocks yeah. the universe too. It's, but, am I floating? Am I floating? Wow. <laughs> oh. yeah. I was like, is that a rug burn or am I overheating? Um, <laughs> so this game is called she bad question mm-hmm. mark. And because you guys are really the authority mm-hmm. on bad queers, really, I'm going to show you an image of a person and you're going to say whether they are a bad queer queer or not queer they're not actually i don't actually think any of them are queer but because they're like in our yeah. ether
2: and i okay. when mm-hmm. i think of this game i think of she bad i don't think right. of, she bad so i'm thinking of it as saying like i feel like those bad. are the
0: answers those, those are the answers are the, are exactly
2: like- those yeah, right. keep it on like the Ooshie bed or
1: it's like right. yeah yeah, yeah, of, yeah exactly. yeah. Rachel it. walked <laughs> exactly. by when I was putting this together and was like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Don't worry like, about research. it." Just, like, keep it. Yeah, research is I, what it is. I
2: live all I leave all the imagery up to Liz because she's married, so I know that there's more of like a risk when her wife walks by of like what she's looking up. Like for me, it's like fine, and right. it's like whatever. I mean, but- that used to be that's us so in the
0: office. We'd be making these graphics, and they have like you know somebody coming up and licking fruit that's juicing, and other people yeah. who are. You're just like i have nudity on my camp on my computer and somebody would walk yeah. by work. in the office and she's like what you doing And it's like planning promos yeah. like what else am i doing yeah.
2: <laughs> don't ask questions We yeah. work at the same place right yeah right.
1: exactly Look at like, juicy I'm trying-
2: strawberries shut the fuck up you know what i mean yeah. what's the big deal whatever
1: and it's like i'm All trying right. to find that one image that i saw on my computer my sophomore year of college when i figured out that i was queer i'm mm-hmm. trying to find yeah. that yeah.
2: content <laughs> that
0: totally that okay. there's a lot of things that you had to get to before getting there yep
1: oh my yeah. god okay yeah, so
2: is she bad we have a picture of michael jackson on the screen for their listeners because we realize this isn't visual so michael jackson i mean literally <laughs> like <Yes>. literally
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> my answer is like literally yes
3: oh my god yeah so off the wall jackson five michael jackson mm. he bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: current times oh, he's bad and grown maybe grown i know off. like like invisible <laughs> Yeah, like like the very last album that came out, it was like,
1: Oh, see, I actually am a bad queer because I liked that. Of course, Mm -hmm. last record, there were a couple of slaps. He had to do it. Yeah. to keep the people going. Are y'all and listening to Michael thinking, thinking MJ now? Like, no, doing actually with it? good question. Are okay. we allowed to listen to Michael Jackson anymore? So what we do talked you about this? If it comes on, this. I'm
3: not going to turn it. Like if it just happens like my title or maybe Pandora just happens to put on human nature, I'm not going to turn, Ooh, but I'm yes. not going to seek it
0: out. Yeah. yeah. Like Chris and I are very much of the mantra. If it shows up in front of us, we're not going to do something when it wasn't under our control. But yeah. if it was under our control, we're not going to do it. Like, it's the same thing when we talk yeah. about Chick-fil-A. Like, if our parents come home with Chick-fil-A, we're not going to waste mm, food. We yeah. live mm, in a black yeah. household. We don't waste yeah. food. We just like, sit at the what? table until stuff was finished. Yeah. So right. if they bring that home, we're not going to. But I'm not driving out to Walnut Creek and yeah. where Sacramento and other things That's to go I and pick it up. up. But if we I- happen to do that or have friends
2: that say, let's go get it, I, who am I? Who am well, I, who let am me I? just state if we were I? gonna take the morality of every single like person who's behind every single beautiful piece of art we mm-hmm. would have literally no art sex. like yeah. we wouldn't want like picasso fuck that guy like yeah. nfl anybody yeah. in sports mm-hmm. like all that shit like i uh, do think there's uh, degrees
3: uh, of it where it's like yeah like my it, michael jackson and r kelly for example are just like I can't. I don't know for sure what happened, with Michael Jackson. Even though, right. as an adult, I'm like sleeping with kids. Something uh. was definitely off. At best, he's weird. At best, he's
2: weird. very weird. Yeah. Right. Right. R. Kelly, right? R. Kelly, no. musical genius and
3: Fuck. a pedophile. Mm. Both. Yeah. Both could be true.
0: <laughs> both like, both can, can be true. Be true. Musical both genius, true. like.
3: And it's funny, like the people who justify listening to R. Kelly. So it's like, go ahead and listen to it. Like, I don't care if you listen to it. But like for me, like I can't listen to age ain't nothing but a number anymore. No. Most of these other things like yeah. absolutely not. Like he is a
1: still but allegedly. Have you, you know, ever but, heard true? one of the last videos or audio? I don't think it's actually a video. I think it's just audio recording of Michael Jackson singing to Ignition when he first heard it. No. Oh, no. no. That's going to ruin
0: everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, really, true, it right. was like
1: everything <laughs> coming at you at one time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, damn. Uh, yeah. I yeah, don't know how I'm supposed to yeah. feel about this in yeah, so many yeah. ways. Also, on note. another day, I can tell you about how R. Kelly is a real bitch. And I was in charge <laughs> of his writer at an oh, event that God. we did. I could only imagine what that looked like. It was crazy. It was awful. And it was an unfortunate situation for me as a very young producer to like be running around New York City looking for like obscure lobster mac and mm-hmm. cheese that he like never ate. Yeah. Anyway, fuck that yeah. guy. I was yeah. like, okay. you just keep that off the resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> Next <side>. one, Madonna. <laughs> no. She bad?
0: She's just generally bad. Yeah. Yeah. We can agree yeah. that she paved the way for some good songs and stuff, but yeah. she's bad because she, she doesn't like to show receipts for where she got her things.
3: No, mm. so she's actually yes. bad.
0: She's
1: just, yeah.
3: Habitual mm. shoplifter mm. of things. So, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. But I do love how she's just such a narcissist that she loves to be like, oh, I started this and everyone's like, that's absolutely like, completely, completely suspicious. Yeah. Sit down.
2: Yeah. Sit down got to read something. Yeah. She's too much in the culture to not appreciate where the fuck she got stuff from. That's yeah. very this is a so trick. True. This is a trick one. Oof. Oof. Because, because if you don't like, if you don't like mm. Rihanna, can you really be alive? That's what I feel You, about you it. can't honestly. Yeah. You can't. Um, she bad. And mm, I she mean real bad. bad.
3: She bad. Yeah. She, see, I threw um, that in
1: there to get oof. the different yeah like, baby baby that's don't make oof. me mad that's actually oh
3: she thinks she that's right. my like my like hall celebrity hall pass with my wife where it's yeah, like my too. wife is like yeah. so annoyed anytime like rihanna comes up because she knows like that's the one i'll be like aggressively like goddamn <laughs> a lot of size just
1: if i was in a situation where i was where rihanna would actually
2: have sex with me Oh, and my person you, you can't say no. There is you no, way. no. You can't say you no. You cannot say no. Rachel mm-hmm. would divorce you if you were like, I'm so loyal to Ra- Rachel's her yeah, wife. I'd be like, so wife. I'm yeah. so loyal to Rachel that I can't have sex with Rihanna. Like if yeah. I were Rachel, I'd be like, Well, I'm married to an idiot. So yes. I I'd have yeah. to divorce. 100%. That is yeah. the yeah. correct answer. Yeah. Okay. Be so all in agreement.
3: True character flaws.
2: 100 <laughs> percent ah! Rachel Dolezal God for you guys. Damn. Just yeah. she.
0: <laughs> Just she.
3: Yeah. God, uh, I actually bad. saw. I just don't understand. I, I still just don't understand. Like, I did see the documentary and feel a little bit more sympathetic towards. There's no her. sympathy towards no, her. No, no, sympathy. no. I do. I think you no. Know, the up uh, the background is pretty interesting. Like her parents are pretty like. Racist. I mean, yes, and all that, and But like just stay no. white. Like, what's wrong? Just use your white
1: skin. I you, no. just stay white. It's like, so help us crazy. Out. Her poor children. White? Her poor, yeah. poor, beautiful yeah. children. Very that confusing. Has, it's very, very- worse.
2: Yeah. Okay. Very confusing. Aww. Megan, Rapino or Rapino? It's Rapino. We are in the Olympics, Darren. What is happening? I know, <laughs> yeah, I, what I, the it's fuck, bad. Darren? She's it's like, enough. I mean, I'm bad. I'm yeah, that Great. was a, back I'm a bad moment. Queer. Yeah, I'm that, that bad was. So this weird. one was for you, Shana, <laughs> because
1: I did listen to your most recent episode, or maybe one of the most recent ones, where you talk about how much your like, soccer was a part of your life. Soccer so is it for you?
0: I am waking up early for these hoes, so.
2: I mean, yeah. Shana, mm. do you remember when Brandi Chastain oh. takes off her fucking top? What a queer and moment! And just, just whips moment. it around in the '99 Olympics, and beating that- China. She whipped around her head like a helicopter a fucking mm-hmm. chef's kiss mm-hmm. anyway. All right. So she bad
0: is yeah. what we're saying with. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I give her, you know, she bad. Yeah. Like a casual, she bad
2: Kim Kardashian West. I think it's still West. Yeah. I think it's still West. Um, yeah. like she Kim is so gotten, gotten like better. You.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think she's okay as a Improve person. It? There's definitely some exploitation, uh, and everything, but like, I think that Kim Kardashian is like a good person. Like I, I, I don't think if any of us have heard like bad stories or maybe y'all have because y'all are in the industry, but like, seems like a
1: nice person. Nah, um, she's fine. She just, the, the appropriation of this family really gets. Yeah, that's, that's, she's yeah, that's she's it. doing yeah. things with her platform now. So that's yes.
0: where I'm like, okay, instead yeah. of just this, like this basic reality TV show around some people who have too much amounts of money. Now she's actually like putting action into things and has left Kanye.
2: I'm like, she's improv- Yeah.
1: Okay. All for right. For me,
2: it's like if she's getting especially like black and brown people out of fucking prison for a nonviolent drug offense, like I don't mm-hmm. give a shit where it's coming from. As long as they do it, like I'm a, I'm for it. That's yeah, how I feel all about the hell it. We need yeah. Anyone. Like they just it's just ridiculous. Anyway. Kate Middleton. Is Mm-mm. she bad? <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm>. Chris. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> You're stopping for like next. Uh-huh. Next. Just next like thank uh-huh. you. Next.
1: Yeah, I know. No, you don't
2: like Kate Middleton. Okay, I had to do Ellen,
1: even though. Because we had to. I just need to to. hear Chris's
0: response to this because I, Chris and I have very differing feelings around Ellen. Yeah, she's like paid
1: off
3: by (laughs) Ellen and everything. All that probably has a tattoo somewhere.
2: You haven't seen Shayna's. Tramp stamp of Ellen. I've seen it. It's. <laughs> it's sight. It's, it's, oh. it's tasteful. It's tasteful. Thank you. Yeah. It's Thank like you. one of her like dancing. like, <laughs> like just
3: the movie car wheel. Got it. Yeah. Look at the hell. Yeah. <laughs> Ellen is like, I guess originally like just be bad queer. You know, I, I'm, I'm happy she's done with her show because I want like, O-G spicy ellen. ellen yeah r kelly r kelly jesus christ
0: r-rated <laughs> <laughs> r-rated ellen to come out like i want it was too easy that
3: i know see see that's, we're why, clipping I just, that's why i keep him quote. out of my yeah, we, don't <laughs> that's worry. one that we're gonna advertise
0: over and over right, again just exactly. for
3: you exactly yeah. see why i keep him out of my my sphere but yeah ellen's bad ellen's bad in a good way
0: ellen's bad that was a respectful bad that's where it yeah. is yes yeah, yeah. legendary okay. bad. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, that concludes the mediocre game that I put together (laughs) for you. Very lovely, lovely, lovely participants. Can you please tell everyone like where they can follow the both of you, where they can listen to your podcast? Mm -hmm. Were we what you thought we were gonna be? I would also like to get your uh, hot takes on us very quickly. Yes, we need the hot takes. And the then, streets um, are
2: hot <laughs> up in here.
1: I love it you're like, wow, Darren. Mm, Darren right. has never sounded whiter <laughs> than <laughs> saying the,
2: the streets are very warm. Right. I am very hot. I am Darren, oh, is, hot. I did
3: notice, Darren, you are white. Mm, um, I know. I didn't. Mm, I didn't yeah. want to disappoint you guys. I knew you. Ex- I was like, I saw like you Darren
2: are. Karp. I'm sure you yeah. were expecting something amazing, but yes, like you're
3: nothing like you are on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you can follow my personal page on IG at chris.chess There is a very cute uh, kindergarten photo of me looking like a little boy up there. If you want to see, um, and obviously Don't follow us right on now. IG at Bad Queers Pod. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. can
0: follow me at Shana Has a Gram or Shana Has a Twitter. And you can listen to us anywhere and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. And all of you should listen anyways because these two lovely people are about to be on our show.
3: So mm-hmm. you should tune in to yes. do these
1: things. Um, are we like, what uh, you thought we were gonna be? Yeah,
3: yeah. I I love y'all's show because of the banter. Like it, it is like yeah. y'all have a friendship that like clearly comes across and like easy to listen to. And mm-hmm. there's like not a lot of like queer podcasts that are like that. So and it's yeah. just fun. Like it's it's like, fun yeah well, that y'all was, going
0: back that and forth on social
1: nice. too like joking each other's because like
0: actually the best the yeah. trolling is yeah. I like to troll you troll don't type. even
1: know about the secret trolling i believe that and
0: that's <laughs> what yeah, we <laughs> to get more of it like how do we get in on this this yeah. is great because i oh, mean you, gonna,
2: can we troll you guys now absolutely absolutely yes. Please. also Please. Who, who am i talking in?
1: to on the internet all the time mostly shayna yeah you're oh, talking to me you. you're talking mostly to Shana. me <laughs> Shana, yeah <laughs> shayna and, and i have Christina and I have a, a beautiful a... relationship
3: <laughs> 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 Chris, we're so. we'll get a burner page. yeah we're gonna get, <laughs> yeah, a, burner let's get a burner yeah for sure just
0: <laughs> your, I yeah, like, we post we our shit. stuff <laughs> i feel like liz you have our timings of when we post down to like the second because we'll go and i'll just see in like the first five notifications since thing has liked it and or commented on whatever it is. And I love it. It brings me
1: joy. <laughs> that makes me seem so creepy. Um, I will say, <laughs> Shane and I have like, especially just during this pandemic, where like everything and like everything is possible. And I mean that actually in a very negative way. I feel like I have had some many like DM conversations where I'm like, I hate everyone. Everyone is trash. Everyone should be lit on fire. What do you think about this person that I've never met before? So you you knew probably the anxiety that was. That was coming a little bit here and there throughout. It was a the show, beautiful thing.
2: I was ready. It. It's a beautiful, beautiful friendship.
1: Damn Yeah. yeah. It's just good to. You know, I love it. Yeah. We'll get that burner going, Darren. Yeah. You guys yeah, get no, back Chris on yeah. I feel yeah. like this, this is, is. going to
0: be a future where it's like, shana and liz first darren and chris in <laughs> multiple <knowledge>. 100%. scenarios <laughs> these streets are hot, hot people hot. that's all that's what that's what, what, that's what, what our combined out, podcast name is going to be is that these she streets, streets hot. are hot Ooh, i love
1: hot. that um yeah. you can follow darren at carpe darren you can follow me at listen to liz and you can follow our scissoring podcast instagram
2: review subscribe siat
1: podcast yeah please rate review and subscribe to bad queers and us uh if you don't already
2: we love you both and we'll see you guys in two minutes
1: (laughs) 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 scissoring isn't a thing is a production of embassy row our executive producer is Sarni Rogers. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anna Marie Johnson. The show is edited by Maureen Begus. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SIAT Podcast. See you next Tuesday.